Welcome to the Career Zone podcast, where each episode we spend a few minutes focusing on something that's on students' minds right now. I'm your host, Ray, an employability and careers consultant with the University of Exeter. And you can catch up with all of our series, keep up with all our regular releases by doing those subscribing and following things. We're on iTunes and Spotify. Hi, my name's David. I'm an employability and careers consultant at Exeter. And today I want to talk to you for a few minutes about gamification in the recruitment process. The world we live in at the moment, I think it could be said that the only constant is change. Everything seems to be changing all the time. And the popular phrase, business as usual, is gradually becoming redundant as we strive to keep pace with new developments in the workplace. I think this can certainly be applied to the world of graduate recruitment and selection. And it always seems that employers are creating new hoops for you to jump through. And candidates are constantly challenged by these new additions to the selection process. So the word gamification, what do we mean? Gamification uh, is becoming a popular trend amongst certain employers as they constantly try and find that perfect graduate employee. So yeah, it's, it's true, some employers are gamifying, I don't really like the word, but they're gamifying certain elements of the recruitment process. So what does this mean? Does it finally mean that after years of obsessive gaming that you'll be guaranteed a top graduate job? Well, you probably know the answer, but unfortunately not. The games that are used are actually designed to create a level playing field. So don't worry, your ability to catapult angry birds into the sky or crush candy successfully won't give you a particularly decisive edge. So for those of you who have not really entered the world of gaming, don't worry. So what is it? What is gamification? Well, I think it means introducing games elements such as game theory, game mechanics, game psychology and gaming design into non-game situations, if that makes sense. This can be used to create job-like scenarios in a gaming environment with those who perform best progressing to the next stage of the recruitment and selection process. I think gamification is most used in the job application and assessment stages of the recruitment process and it's used to sift applicants, a bit like aptitude testing, and ensure that only the candidates who are actually suitable go on to the next stage. Employers feel that gamification can better emulate the actual working environment than other recruitment tasks might do and means that relevant and real-life situations can be brought into what is sometimes a normally dull process. So employers like it because it brings an element of fun. They're interactive, they're quite innovative and help make the candidates' instincts and attitudes shine through. Gamification can also help to remove unconscious bias, such as sexism and racism. Gamifying the process tests candidates on their skills and abilities, regardless of the candidate backgrounds. Again, very much again like the philosophy of aptitude testing. So, on a practical level, what sort of experience might you expect? Well, all sorts of different things really. Gamification could include solving puzzles, coding, 
using a sort of avatar to create a difficult customer scenario, or possibly using an escape room type experience. So here's some examples. So KPMG, who are a massive global accounting firm, presented potential new recruits with an adventure challenge called 80 Days, requiring players to travel around the world in a hot air balloon in the quickest time possible, facing 10 challenges along the journey. So that might sound fun or daunting, but it's certainly interactive and quite a novel approach. Another large company, Unilever, candidates play games to evaluate their reasoning, aptitude and logic. And then artificial intelligence, again a phrase we're becoming more accustomed with, is used to assess whether candidates are suitable for the roles applied for. Another example comes from the hotel chain Marriott International. And they created a game where players act as managers in a virtual hotel kitchen taking on the responsibilities of hospitality professionals and ensuring that everything runs smoothly. I imagine that a Gordon Ramsay-style approach would not be well-received in this instance. So, yeah, interesting. And then BNP Paribas Bank have used two online games, a coding-based game for students interested in technology and a finance game with virtual bankers and clients for those applying for finance roles. My last example is conducted by Deloitte, and this is one of the earliest forms of gamification. And they used a game called Firefly Freedom. <laughs> Again, quite bizarre, set in a fictional forested world in which players must catch fireflies to provide light for a family during the winter months. So as you can see, you know, the creativity aspect of this is quite interesting and you may well come across some fairly sort of left field examples along the way. So what do people feel who've used gamification from a selection process So the end user? Got a quote here from a graduate who did come across the Firefly example. And they said, level one required me to fire pieces of fruit at a jar in a bid to release the fireflies trapped inside. However, I was informed that one of the ten pieces of fruit would smash the jar, allowing the fireflies to escape and reducing my score to zero. The intention was to test whether players would quit while they're ahead or press on regardless in their quest for more fireflies, despite the risk of losing them all. I quit with what seemed to be a decent haul of five. So it appears that this is all about risk management and are you risk averse or are you willing to take a risk along the way? Simpler tests along the way measured how quickly I could tap the screen and whether I could remember a sequence of colours. After 28 minutes, I received a congratulatory message confirming that I had gathered enough fireflies for the family to survive for yet another year. Good news all round. I would imagine that candidates still need to be able to read a balance sheet, though hopefully for that company, but seems quite an interesting scenario. So most organisations, once you've been involved in gamifications, uh, provide a feedback report after the assessments. So even if you're not hired, you should understand why you've been rejected, although maybe that's not consistent across all companies. There is evidence that certainly suggests that gamification motivates people to learn and solve problems in unconventional ways. 
and therefore should improve the candidate experience of the recruitment process. Make it more fun, a bit more engaging and help candidates show their potential in a much more relaxed environment, so putting you a little bit more at ease. Whether it works with everybody, not sure. So being innovative in the recruitment process can also have a positive outcome for the organisation. So if look at it from the employers, it might improve their image and make people more interested in applying for certain roles. So they see it as a win-win, really. It makes it more interesting for candidates, but it also increases the profile of the organisation. So I think it's here to stay in one form or another. And while employers contemplate further innovation through using things like virtual reality platforms and other technological challenges, let's finish with some good old down-to-earth advice on how to approach game-based selection tools if you encounter them in the near future. I think first thing is, although I've said that employers want to make it fun and it may seem an enjoyable and relaxing way to be tested, it's really important that you don't treat it in a casual way, in a too relaxed manner. It is, after all, a part of the assessment process for a real job, so make sure you focus on the task in hand. As with any stage of the recruitment process, be sure to read the instructions carefully. Read the small print. Employers want your instinctive reactions to the scenarios you're presented with, and it is highly unlikely that you'll get a second chance to have a go. You might even be assessed on your ability to follow complex instructions, so make sure you do understand the rules before you start playing. As with many games, there's often a reward element built into these assessments. However, it is not always the case that high school will win the day. So for example, if you're applying for a job that really values caution over risk and you're taking risks to obtain more points, see what I mean? You may well end up with a high score, but this won't necessarily demonstrate the traits the employer is looking for. So there we have it. That is a really sort of speedy introduction to gamification. I'll leave you with a mantra that probably applies best to gamification. Play hard and work hard. I think keep that in mind when faced with the world of gamification. This was the Career Zone podcast brought to you by the University of Exeter Career Zone. You can find this series on iTunes and Spotify, so do subscribe and follow us to keep up with our regular releases. And we would love to hear from you, so if there is something on your mind, then share your thoughts or questions on Instagram at UOE Career Zone or at UOE Cornwall Career Zone or Twitter at UOE Careers. Hashtag Career Zone Podcast and we'll follow up in one of the next episodes. Finally, of course, you can find out more information about all the support we offer at exeter.ac.uk slash careers.